we're waiting for you to come back on so that they join us. I think uh-huh. they will join us as time goes on. No problem. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, we're continuing. We're continuing with uh, uh, you uh, telling us about uh, your aspirations uh, uh, after your retirement. Yeah. So. I mean, I'd like to play rugby for as long as possible, of course. <laughs> uh, you, you, you won't play until uh, maybe you, <laughs> you are 35 like the beast. <laughs> I mean, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. I mean, one of the, one of the things I've been looking at during this lockdown, um, which mm-hmm. goes hand in hand with what I'm studying, is, is uh, the longevity of a professional athlete's career. That's you know? true, that's true. And, and, and the different ways of adapting a certain lifestyle that will... That'll sort of increase your chances of having a longer career, you know. And um, obviously, last season I played. Uh, we were lucky enough to have Scout Brits uh, within our setup, who is a 38-year-old professional, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, 38-year-old World Cup winning hooker, you know, which yeah, is, yeah, I know which him, is quite I impressive. Him. And uh, getting some pointers from him was 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 important for me. Um, he he taught me quite a lot in terms of managing the body and and he still and, has and, those old tricks of punching and everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's 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 crazy. He's crazy. He's I know, a I know. A, bit of a short fuse. <laughs> <laughs> I know him. Mm, mm. Yeah, and yet you, when you talk about long, uh, being long in the game, uh, even your mm. friend Alex Alex here in Uganda has really served uh, the game well. Uh, I think he's now into his 40s and he's still playing uh, for his club, yeah, which yeah. is pretty amazing. Exactly. So it's possible, you know. If yeah, you, if yeah, you look after, If you look after your body and you uh, you pay attention to the areas that need to be paid attention to, uh, then you never know. You could play until you're 40 for, for sure. Yeah, maybe, maybe as well you might as well give us a season in Uganda. <clears throat> I would be happy to do that, <laughs> as long as it's not sevens. <laughs> and now, no, of course, the 15s man game. <laughs> yeah, the rhinos yeah. would be glad to have you on board. Yeah, I mean, I'll, that, I'll tell them to get in touch. Do that, do that. <laughs> but like I say, my career, my career is still well, is still uh, fresh uh, enough uh, for me to play for another few years. I think. I, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, so uh, I'm uh, I'm uh, getting uh, the questions uh, from the fans <coughs> here. Uh, one question I, w- I would love to carry on from the other side is: uh, Can you uh, sing the Blue Bulls anthem? To be honest, I can't. <laughs> not only not only do I not know the words pro- uh-huh. properly, but um, even when we do it uh, in the change room after when. Uh, it's usually the same guy that does it, you know. So, mm-hmm. so we become accustomed to someone else doing it, not <laughs> to listening and maybe drumming and humming, you know. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, somebody is asking, uh, what? How do you prepare you personally? How do you prepare for a game? Um, I like my quiet before a game. Um, when I was younger, I, I, I kind of got a bit crazy and. And you know we all believe in getting psyched up and mm-hmm. listening to listening to uh, Ray Lewis and crazy guys like that. You know, even though Ray Lewis was is quite an influence uh, on me as an athlete. Um, I like my quiet before games. Uh, I like to sort of find peace within my mind before before uh, going onto the field where there's not much peace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you don't so, pretty um, much listen to any music, something like that. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do listen to music, but. Um, 
uh, it's not that noisy. It's not like a crazy. I don't try and create this this wild atmosphere before I play. You know, I I um, when I was younger, I used to sort of affirm things to myself, which mm-hmm. which has become a, a psychological trait now. You know, this is something that I didn't know of as a young player. I would I would listen to Muhammad Ali's speeches and affirm them to myself in the mirror. You know, it's it's like it's sort of like visualizing the future almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, that... and that's that's become a, a, a real concept. Visualization has become a real psychological concept in sport. I, I like uh, that. Yeah, yeah. I I didn't know of it before. I used to. Uh, if 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 you know that speech that Muhammad Ali, uh, uh, well, it wasn't really a speech. It was a it was a poem that he recited, mm-hmm. his own poem, that he recited uh, before he fought George Foreman in Africa. In uh, in uh, where was it? It was in Africa. Was it South Africa? It wasn't South Africa, was it? And I I don't think it was around uh, in, uh, around uh, I think Kenya. Yeah, the Democratic Republic around there. Uh, Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah but before that fight, he was he 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 made that speech where he where he affirmed all these things. And what made him very special to me actually was how he would affirm things before he fought. You know. Yeah. A lot of a lot of athletes are not brave enough to do that, and the ones that the ones that are brave enough to do it these days, like your Conor McGregor's and your 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 bronze bombers, your you know Deontay mm-hmm. Wilder. Yeah. Those guys, those guys, they haven't really stood the test of time. You know, they. They they speak a lot, but they they've already both lost a lot of fights, you know. Whereas Muhammad Ali managed to stand the test of time with that loud mouth, which was which was really That's impressive, true. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which was yeah, exactly. So that was that was really uh, special to me from a young age, you know, kind of affirming things to myself um, before I would go onto the field. Yeah, so uh, we've got uh, an- another interesting question from a fan. Who has mm-hmm. been your toughest uh, opponent uh, in the game so far? Oh, that's tough. That's there've been some <laughs> there've been some hard games. Um, to be honest, in high school we played against uh, a school called Daniel Pina. This was in high school. Obviously, it wasn't mm-hmm. I wasn't uh, you know it's not a professional uh, uh, scene or anything, but. Yeah. But the the mentality going into that game, uh, uh, um, they were known as as quite a mean rugby school, you know. Um, we weren't. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, and facing them, to be honest, was 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 really intimidating at the time. So I, I can't say I've felt anything even close to that feeling ever since. I, I know um, school school <laughs> games tend to be so tough. Yeah, exactly. Especially when you're not so sure of yourself. You know, I was I lacked confidence as a rugby player. I was literally just there to jump in the line out and 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 try and steal some line outs. But yeah. but the, the 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 intimidation that 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 I felt that that day was was something really different. Uh, that's true. And uh, mm. what has been your toughest game as a rugby player? My toughest game. I obviously haven't had enough tough ones because I have to think about this. Um, that's tough. There's, there's, there've been plenty. (laughs) There've been, there've been plenty. Um, uh, I would say, uh, uh, Fiji, when we played Fiji in the Commonwealth games, that was quite tough. Um, Mm -hmm. and we, and we lost as well. So, you know, we went into extra time and we fought and we fought, we were in there 22 for what felt like ages was probably two minutes. Oh, but, that's uh, true. <laughs> but that was that was quite tough, and and the outcome was even more tough. So, yeah. And speaking of Fiji, 
uh, you've uh, given us uh, your uh, overall uh, toughest opponent. But in the World Series, uh, in the seventh game, who has been uh, like really your toughest opponent? Whenever you get on pitch and you're like, this guy has me, you know? Uh, an actual opponent? Mm-hmm. No, yeah, yeah, an opponent. No, oh, that's that's tough. I don't think anyone really had to worry about me on the seventh field. <laughs> <laughs> the guys that I was playing with were more of a worry than I was, I think. Um, uh, so, yeah, I don't think there was an individual that really was out to get me. If there mm-hmm. was, if there was, maybe he didn't do a really good job because <laughs> <laughs> because I because I can't pinpoint him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so, so somebody's saying that your uh, your sidestep floats like a butterfly. I think uh, <laughs> this guy pretty knows knows much about you. So, <laughs> because every comment he makes is pretty much funny. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, the same guy is asking, are you really a vegetarian? <laughs> oh, that's my brother. I see him. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> he's taking the fool out of me. That's what uh, he's doing. <laughs> uh, which is pretty cool and mean. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I've been, I've tried to be a bit more health conscious in terms of uh, my nutrition. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it's all, it boils down to the knowledge that you feed yourself, you know, um, there's a lot of knowledge out there now that kind of confirms a lot of things that go against what we've sort of been told our whole lives. Um, sure. But if you, if you delve deep within the nutrition side, it's really hard to actually pinpoint what's right and what's wrong. So what I feel is important is that individuals try things out as sort of trial and error for themselves, you know? So, yeah, that's so, true. I, so I tested out the, the, the vegan diet and I, I felt that it didn't work for me completely. I felt like I wasn't getting the right proportions in, which is ultimately the problem when it comes to uh, eating only, uh, you know, what what vegans are eating. Um, as a professional athlete, you need a lot of uh, uh, certain nutrients that you, uh, you know, on a daily basis. And that's quite hard to, it's quite hard to maintain that with a vegan, with a strictly vegan diet. So, I mean, I tried it, and and as an athlete, I don't think it's 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 it's. I mean, it 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 works. It could work, I guess. But the effort that you'd have to put into making sure that your proportions are are, are taken care of every day is 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 quite challenging. But again, um, this this project that I've been working on. Mm-hmm. Um, that will hopefully cover everything that, uh, that 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 people are struggling with in terms of in terms of the proportions and whatnot within within these different diets. Um, we we'll we'll have a sort of database that will take care of that for for the individuals. That's where that's where I think this this thing could be special. But um, that's uh, <laughs> that's something for the future. I, I, I know. I think you can read some of these comments. Uh, I yeah. think to to save some time, uh, you can. Uh, answer them as they come in uh, because now pretty much it is question and answer okay let's see i don't see any now there's one which is asking how beautiful are south african girls <laughs> how beautiful is south africa <laughs> <laughs> i mean it, it goes it goes without saying i think we have uh, some of the most beautiful girls in the world Maybe that's why the, the the tourism is so big in South Africa in the first place. <laughs> but Ugandan girls are crazy too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ugandan girls are, are beautiful too. So. <laughs> yeah, they are. I mean, African girls in general are, are extremely beautiful. So, that's that's no secret. 
So uh, some someone is asking about uh, your craziest night out after a game. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll skip. I think we'll skip that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I definitely so, can't speak about that on on the internet. Uh, of course, yes. Of course, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so uh, Tim, uh, maybe you could, uh, if we don't have more questions uh, from the fans, uh, we could uh, uh, we could go into your final remarks uh, to the rugby players out there, the aspiring rugby players, both in South Africa and Kenya, because I know it's not only Ugandans are watching, there's some Kenyans watching, there's some mm. from South Africa watching. Yeah, so uh, you could uh, give some words, uh, some inspiration and everything. Yeah, so to I'd I'd like to reiterate what I said earlier. Um, um, if I can speak from my own perspective, and I'm sure a lot of young players from Uganda and Kenya alike would would have the same sort of experiences as I did. Even though I was based in South Africa, I really had no rugby background. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, I had no business becoming a professional rugby player. You know, I was I was um, probably the uh, well, I am probably no, I can't say probably, but um, there aren't any professional rugby players out of my high school, you know, so that alone is, is, is sort of testament to, to, to what I'm about to say. And that is that distractions will come as a young, as a young aspiring athlete, you know, distractions are always there. And um, it is really up to you as an individual to, uh, to deal with those and to remain focused on your, on your, on your ultimate goal. I would encourage all young players to, to uh, reach out to professional athletes. Um, uh, when, I was, when I was in high school and aspiring to be a professional, we didn't have platforms like, like Instagram and, and Facebook and <clears throat> you know, all these social media outlets where it's possible to reach out to, uh, to, your, to, your, to your sort of uh, at your heroes uh, in, different, in different areas of sport. Um, so I encourage youngsters to use those avenues uh, properly. You know, follow your follow your your heroes and and sort of mimic what they're doing because uh, there are certain things that you need to be doing as a professional consistently if you want to if you want to make it to the top and stay there. So so I would I would I would definitely simply encourage uh, focus, uh, consistent focus, and 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 always striving to take in new knowledge, always uh, taking in knowledge and and. And, and not allowing yourself to become distracted. That's right. So uh, growing up, did you have uh, any role model? Yeah, of course. I mentioned uh, Muhammad Ali. Um, uh, my family didn't have much of a sporting background. Uh, we were very much academic, you know. But uh-huh. I, I, would, I, would, I would always wake up uh, in the early hours of the morning to watch the likes of Tyson fight and... and, and and you know all the all the boxes at the time. Um, yeah, maybe you dad, you pretty much had a, a dreamer to be a boxer one day. Yeah, I did at at, at some stage. I did, to be honest, <laughs> until I got into a real fight, and then mm-hmm. I was like, "Wow, I, ca- I can't do this as a living." <laughs> yeah. So in the rugby yeah, so, circles, uh, uh, when you started uh, playing rugby, did you have a player you looked up to? Uh. I mean, John Olomu, of course, was 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 a, a player that that every rugby player aspired to be. That's but true. You know, but like I said, you know, my my the whole birth of rugby within me came very late. Um, I remember asking my brother, 
as he asks silly questions. <laughs> Lamborghini or Porsche? Lamborghini or Porsche? <laughs> neither, neither. The answer is neither. <laughs> A Toyota, maybe. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I remember asking him, uh, uh, you know, in the early, in the early uh, days of, of high school, uh, I, I remember asking him literally to explain how this rugby thing worked, you know, because... Mm-hmm. We used to play touch rugby on the on the school fields as a as a group of hostel boys, you know, just messing around. Yeah. But when you when you play touch rugby, there are no real rules, you know. Uh, you That's just sort true. of, you just you just kind of messing around. But I, I kind of went on like that for almost two years without really knowing the rules of rugby. You know, I would like I said, I would just jump in the line out. I knew exactly how lineouts worked, and I was pretty good at that. So I think that's mm-hmm. why I made uh, that's why I made the team most of the time. But I didn't understand the game yeah. itself. And I needed, uh, I remember asking my brother at, at, at the age of maybe 16, you know, to literally draw on a piece of paper how, how rugby works. And, and so he had you, to do that. You, your brother was a, was a, played rugby before you, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So he was, he was in the same high school, but he'd been there for, for years before I'd mm-hmm. come. So he was already into the culture of it and he played rugby himself. You know, he was within the first team, second team at the time. So... He was he was sort of well versed in rugby, you know, uh, before I was. Oh, we've not had we have not had much of him. No, no, he wasn't serious. Just like everyone else, he just played at school and then. Oh, I see. And I then see. From there, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's, mm. uh, he's, uh, he's now dreaming of uh, driving Lamborghini, which is quite. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is quite. He still has epic. big dreams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. He's a clown, that one. You're still telling us. <laughs> yes. Sorry, what's that? You you are still uh, giving us uh, some insights uh, into. Yeah, uh, I mean that was that was a... that was that was sort of a stepping stone to uh, into my knowledge of the game of rugby. You know. Um, yeah. Uh, once I started understanding the game more, I, I started applying myself in better ways. You know, I became more than just a, a, a lineout option. Um, in fact, I quit when I was in grade 11. I'd stopped playing rugby because I, just, I had a knee injury from playing squash. I'd played squash for many years before rugby. Mm-hmm. And that was, I was actually quite serious about squash. I'd represented South Africa and I was, I was pretty good at squash. So I thought that was the sport I was going to play, but it wasn't very popular. You know, you get to high school and, and everyone's talking about this rugby thing. So I wanted to be, I wanted to be good at rugby too, you know. <clears throat> so... So yeah, that was that was the birth of it in high school, and then from there, like I said, uh, our first team coach he he kind of saw something in me. He used to play touch rugby with us, in fact, on the mm-hmm. uh, at hostel, you know, just as in the backyard. Um, and after one of those touch rugby games, he said to me because I was a lock actually, I was a lock when I was fifteen, fourteen. And uh, after one of those games, he said. He said, "I think you should play eighth man, Tim. You, you, you're, you're a loose forward, you know." Yeah. And I thought, "What? I'm not a loose forward. What's a loose forward? Like what?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, and but, for I mean, you, you wanted there, to to run from, like John Alomu, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, not even, not even. That was so frightening. <laughs> that was extremely frightening at the time. I didn't, I didn't want to do what John Alomu was doing, but it was quite exciting to watch mm-hmm. what he was doing, you know. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was happy to just jump in the lineout. And and win us the ball. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. Tim, was how how was uh, the family supporter uh, when you're growing up? Uh, 
uh, as a rugby player? Were they really supportive? Uh, because uh, I think what most uh, Ugandan rugby players face here uh, is uh, that uh, support from the family. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, my dad didn't support it at all. It mm -hmm. was a brand new concept to him um, uh, to become a professional and try and live a, a life, a lucrative life at least. Um, through rugby, you know, he didn't believe that a person could make a living by playing mm -hmm. the sport of rugby that he obviously didn't know much about. So a lot of my early rugby days were, were, were actually trying to prove to him that I could do this thing, you know. Um, I, I know. Ian. I remember, I can imagine, I can imagine how it is uh, for, for, for all young Ugandans out there because, uh, uh, you know, our parents generally don't, they don't see a professional sport as a career, you know, it's more as an extramural sort of thing. Um, uh, like my dad was very academic himself. He, he, I don't think he played much sport, although he was interested in soccer and boxing. Mm -hmm. I don't think he played much sport himself and he definitely didn't see it as a, as a career option, you know. So I had a lot of convincing to do um, <laughs> at the beginning of my uh, academy career. Um, I know. But as time went on and he started and he sort of, realized that 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 i was good enough uh he he kind of started to ease ease off a bit but um yeah it was quite it was quite difficult to 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 convince him that this is the the career path that i wanted to to take yeah, yeah. but i i guess after that there have been uh much more supportive <clears throat> after realizing uh, that uh, it is your dream and it is uh, what are uh, you really mm. interested in taking up yeah, yeah, of course. He actually, I remember when I was 18 and um, uh, I, was, I was trying to convince him that I wanted to attend the Sharks Academy instead of, instead of attending the University of Johannesburg, which also presented me with an opportunity, uh, a bursary, uh, to go and study and play there. But I really wanted to go to the Sharks Academy. And what he did was he told me to, to, to write an essay. As I said, he was an <laughs> academic. He told me to he told yeah. me to write an essay that would that would sort of illustrate where I saw myself in ten years' time, you know. And uh, <clears throat> funny enough, uh, that was that was in two thousand and eight or so. And in twenty sixteen, yeah. which is close to ten years, twenty sixteen, close to ten years later, I was I was representing South Africa at the Olympic Games, which I'm sure he. Uh, which I'm sure he didn't believe if I had written that down, which I didn't. Of course, I didn't believe it myself. But I, uh, I had some real convincing to do uh, in terms of uh, trying to buy him over into accepting the fact that I wanted to, to play rugby professionally. That's true. Yeah, it's, yeah. We, we see some question coming in late, but I think it is crucial and uh, it is essential to many uh, uh, sportsmen out there. Yeah. Uh, as a sportsman, what sort of effect have injuries had on your mentality? Have you had any long-term injuries of sorts? Oh, yeah, I've had many. Um, uh, I actually count my scars as blessings, actually, because what they've taught me through my rugby career is so paramount. I've, I believe um, players players need to they need to nurture their minds before an injury happens. You know. Um, it's one thing to manage to get through it once it's already happened. It's it's quite difficult too, especially without. Well, I did have mentors, but if you didn't have uh, someone to really lean on during those times, um, it does become extremely difficult. Which is why I've emphasised the fact that psychology, specifically in sport, when you when you become injured for a long time, 
uh, you know, in certain in certain uh, instances, uh, an injury can can take you out the game completely. You know, it can it can end and your career, yeah. and that that takes a lot of uh, mental sort of capacity to deal with. So, um, yeah, the the mental aspect uh, aspect of 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 rugby specifically needs needs a lot more attention. I think um, I luckily managed to get through a lot of injuries uh, through uh, my faith um, uh, that really has carried me uh, through the darkest times uh, within my rugby career. That's always been a, uh, something that's been steadfast within me. And um, sure. yeah, it's really always, it's really always carried me. Uh, whenever I've been injured, I've always had a sort of shining light, so to speak, you know, uh, 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 that would, that would sort of keep me cheerful even though I was going through some, some, some difficult times when injuries occurred. Uh, that's true. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, Tim, uh, we've uh, been uh, very honored uh, to host you here, uh, unless you still have other comments to make. Uh, me, my, no. humble my humble request is uh, to get me at least, uh, at least uh, as many as uh, 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 maybe 10, 100 pro-South Africans uh, to get on this platform and speak to the Ugandan uh, rugby community because uh, uh, when they see uh, uh, people who have made it up uh, on the ladder like you guys, uh, they get inspired uh, to also mm. uh, try to play the game they love. So, uh, yeah, I'd, I'll be, ha I'd be happy to reach out to to some of the, the, the well, some of my friends at least that are, that are professionals. Mm -hmm. uh, hopefully they can share some of their story uh, with you guys and, and, and perhaps some advice or, 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 or like I've said, a, a mentorship is really important for, 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 for young professionals. Yeah. Yeah. And as uh, we're trying to develop the game in our, back in our country in Uganda, uh, we look up to you guys uh, because uh, you are the best in the whole world. So why not? Yeah. And uh, you, you are pretty much our neighbors. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is yeah, why, and, uh, which and is I'm, why we'd be more than happy to 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 extend, you know, a little bit of help. Uh, that's true. And uh, I myself, I'm looking at to add on to these walls uh, uh, a blitz book jersey and a blue bulls jersey signed by you. So when I order, <laughs> I'd love to, yeah. When I order it from the stores, I it will have to first pass by your address. <laughs> <laughs> no, perfect. I'd be more than happy. I've got a I've got a Springbok Sevens jersey that I would be more than happy to send to you. Oh, thank a, you very much. <laughs> yeah, no problem. I'll, I'll, I'll be honored. That. I'll be honored to have that. I'll do that. No problem. All right. Yeah. So, Tim, uh, we we uh, again we've been uh, honored to have you here. I'm sure your video uh, uh, will be shared on uh, very many multiple platforms. Uh, you've uh, really given us too much uh, insight, and uh, we're really grateful. I uh, hope uh, the players uh, who have uh, been uh, watching you kind of get in touch as a, as soon as you uh, I, I know you to be an open uh, an open person uh, the first mm. time I really contacted you I was like oh I may not get a reply from this guy but uh, yeah, you know? no. that's, not, that's not what I'm about it's exactly the opposite uh, you know yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think I feel it's important that that, that I uh, that I at least extend a, a helping hand where I can you know because mm -hmm. as a youngster myself I would have loved it to uh, be able true. to 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 reach out to my to my uh my heroes you know
that's true so that's yeah true. I, I i encourage i encourage everyone um that's listened to reach out in any in any way um i'd be more than happy to extend a bit of advice whether it be uh, rugby advice or just anything mental um i'd be more than happy to share my training regimes which is which is uh it's going to be quite prominent mm-hmm. uh in the coming months yeah But, we um, know we know yes i've I been following your little bit yeah yeah and i encourage everyone to reach out if if you feel so don't hold back um i'd be more than happy to to share where i can yeah okay all right thank you tim uh we uh we we hope uh, you have a lovely day and uh, we thank uh, our fans as usual uh, for always uh, uh tuning in to watch uh, for uh, because uh, these uh, shows are quite long uh, this one has gone on for uh, pretty much one and a half yeah, hours I thought, but uh, I thought so I warned yeah. you <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh <laughs> I see Philip I see Philip finally he also wants to trade the Ugandan rugby jersey. <laughs> Let's do that. Let's do that. I have many we can trade. I want to actually want a Cranes jersey, you know. I I didn't manage to ever get one on the series. If so mine was fitting, I would have I would have uh, sent you mine. <laughs> <laughs> But mine is size small. To, it's it's not to wear though. That's that's ah. the thing. Now yeah. we we we're going to exchange directly. Let's do that. Let's do yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. I'll be honored nice. to give you mine too. That's good business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, all right, Tim. Uh, it has been nice uh, having you here. Uh, let's uh, 